everybody. Welcome to the Real Estate Student Podcast hosted by WISA at University of Calgary under the Westman Center of Real Estate. My name is Emma Hopkins and I'm the VP of Events. I have Gracie Miller here with me, the Director of Events. Hi everyone. And today we are interviewing Lori Suba, who is the founder and broker of Scout Real Estate, which is a new boutique brokerage here in Calgary. Lori, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thanks so much for having me, Emma and Gracie. I'm excited to be here. So rolling right into it, can you discuss a little bit about your background and your path to starting Scout Real Estate? For sure. So I've been in commercial real estate now for almost 18 years. I uh, I didn't start in real estate out of the gate. It was sort of an accident that I found my real estate path. I actually have my undergrad degree in sociology. So when I was in university, of, when I went to the University of Calgary, uh, they did not have a real estate program. And I sort of laugh about it now, but at the time I would walk through Haskane and see everybody in suits. And I thought that's just not for me. I'm, I'm more of a sociology type of person. So it's quite funny that here I am, you know, all these years later, and I'm often wearing the suits and, and doing all of this stuff. So it's kind of interesting, but um, I happened upon commercial real estate by accident. And I know a lot of people in the industry, that's sort of the path that they found uh, they found themselves on. So I started at a, with a boutique brokerage in Calgary in 2003. And uh, my focus has always been on, for the most part, office leasing. So, and I've been a broker for most of those years. So I worked for a boutique brokerage for about 10 years. And then I transitioned over to CBRE, where I worked uh, on the downtown office leasing team for six years. Did a little spell on the uh, landlord side for a private developer, and they had a number of different types of assets. And I was really interested about, um, about the assets that they had, you know, the small bay industrial, they had land, they had retail, and uh, I learned a whole lot there. And then recently, uh, mid-pandemic, I made the decision to launch Scout Real Estate. And this, like you said, Emma, it's a boutique brokerage. We specialize in office, industrial, and retail leasing and um, in the Calgary market. So it's really exciting to, to do it. I know it seems kind of scary to launch a business in the middle of a pandemic, but I felt like it was a really great time to, to, base, to help my, my clients and support them uh, during these sort of trying times in the market. So we had a couple of students ask, you know, why the name Scout? What's the story behind the name? Oh, fun. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it came to me out of the blue. My husband and I were brainstorming different ideas and I wasn't loving his ideas, to be perfectly honest. And for whatever reason, Scout just came to me and I wanted to have a name that accurately reflected both what I do and what I'm all about. And so if you look in the dictionary, scout means someone that searches for places, which we do in real estate. Um, and scouts also described as a bit of an outlier. So sort of going ahead of the pack. And I really felt like that summed up my mission perfectly. So along with the name, can you just briefly talk about why you decided to make this big transition to start your own brokerage? Like what was the spark that lit that decision? <laughs> You know, it's interesting. There's not a lot of women, uh, female brokers in the industry. And I just had this really the sense that there was a shift in how people are handling making decisions regarding their real estate. Uh, there was a, a need or a requirement for per perhaps a more personalized approach um, and, and having that boutique 
uh, element, but, you know, backed by some experience, like we've been, my partners and I have been around for a long time and been doing this for a long time. And so we wanted to really help our clients and support them. And I felt like there was an opportunity for perhaps a different perspective. So not necessarily a uh, big brokerage and certainly there's, there's a place for that. Uh, but I felt that there was also an opportunity and a need for uh, a different way of looking at things. So on top of the launch of this new business, there was also your podcast, Leasing Out Loud. Yes. Can you tell our listeners a bit about that and some of the challenges associated with it? For sure. Yeah, I'm happy to share. So you're right. We launched not only, so it's quite funny. I've had a busy time, you guys. I uh, I just completed my uh, MBA actually too. So right while I was completing my MBA, I was launching this new business and uh, my colleague, Lorraine Spindler, I have to give credit where credit is due. She was the one that came up with the idea for the podcast. She's a huge fan of podcasts, listens to them all the time. Um, I admittedly was going through my MBA, so didn't have a whole lot of spare time to listen to podcasts. Um, but she really got me hooked on them. And she saw that there, were, there was really no one providing a commercial real estate podcast on the Calgary market, you know, in like, and there's actually not really any in Western Canada. And so she saw that as an opportunity to really connect with our, our audience and with, with listeners and to help educate them regarding the market. And it was sort of fate because Lorraine was talking with me about, you know, doing this podcast. And, and I said, it's quite interesting because my husband is actually a professionally trained audio engineer. So it's kind of like we won the podcast jackpot. Um, he, my husband went to school in Vancouver, uh, for audio uh, and he did post-production audio for TV, movies and commercials uh, and worked in a studio in Calgary. So he knows what to do in terms of recording. I wouldn't have the foggiest idea what to do. So we're really lucky to have him. And, you know, Larray and I just sort of view the podcast as a channel to connect with our audience on a different level. And it's something that's different than traditional mediums. I know I was chatting with a friend in the industry uh, yesterday, actually, and she was saying, you know, I'm so tired of email. Like, we get so many emails and I'm so tired of emails. Like it's so refreshing just to listen um, and I can do it at my convenience. I can do it when I'm driving or walking and I can just kind of get up to speed on what's happening. And so that's really confirmed to me that there's an opportunity here. Uh, and I know like you guys, I'm sure are finding that podcasts are perfect personal and it allows us to like use our voice to share what we know about the commercial real estate sector, but it also lets our personality shine through. And I think sometimes that can be missing on, you know, email correspondence or, you know, flyers that are mailed out. It's just not the same. So I'm really excited about the podcast. I'm sure you guys are too. It's, it's a really great platform. Yeah, for sure. They've been great so far. So I definitely recommend everyone check out Lori Supa's podcast with Lori Splindler called Leasing Out Loud. That's right. Yeah. Where can our students listen to it? Yeah, we can, you can find uh, the podcast link on scoutrealestate.ca slash podcasts. You can also find us on Apple and on Spotify. So if you search it, you can see it. We usually try to put out uh, a podcast episode every week. 
and our topics really range. We have some interviews. We had a really great interview uh, with a tax expert, um, Brock Ryan from Altus Tax, recently talking about property tax and what that means for tenants. Um, we've had, you know, lots of really interesting discussions around different hot topics in Calgary, like ghost vacancy. I just did a, a podcast on that. So lots of uh, sort of educational topics that we're talking about. So for sure, absolutely. All your listeners, please do uh, check out Leasing Out Loud. Lori, I have to ask because we're sort of starting this journey also of doing a mm -hmm. podcast. What is, what would you say has been your biggest lesson out of starting Leasing Out Loud? Maybe because mm -hmm. you overcame a challenge or just you realized something that you didn't know before? Well, I think the biggest lesson for leasing out loud, what I've found, and this is similar, this transcends not just leasing out loud. This is sort of just launching the, my business. This is everything. Um, but really the importance to uh, be in alignment with your purpose and your passions and focus on doing your best work. Um, and I find when you're, when you're doing those things, great things start to happen. And when you're yourself and you are true to yourself and you're showing your true self, it can be a bit scary sometimes when you're doing podcasts, cause you're really putting yourself out there. Um, but you know, when you are your true self, I think people really appreciate that. And they, they're really looking for that, especially today with the, with the world the way it is, I think people crave connection. And so I think that was sort of the biggest lesson for me and takeaway is just to really focus on being myself and, um, and being true to what I'm all about. And you know that, that's what I've really found has resulted in the most success. That's all great to hear. And from my end to knowing you personally, I can say like listening to the podcast, it really does feel like I'm hanging out with you for those <laughs> minutes. Like you, you're the same <laughs> in the podcast that you are in, in life. And that's, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned like how crazy times are right now and made even worse in Calgary with the mix of the pandemic and our recession. So mm -hmm. a frequent question that students are curious about right now, looking forward into their careers is, mm -hmm. I know you have experience working in Vancouver, um, mm -hmm. living elsewhere, knowing what you know now, if you could go back to your early twenties and in university, would mm -hmm. you still choose to start your career in Calgary? A hundred percent. I would. Yeah. I, you know, I honestly would not change anything about the career path or the personal moves that I've made along my journey. Um, I love Calgary. I loved my time in Vancouver, but my time in Vancouver was meant to be a short period of time. My husband and I knew uh, that Calgary was home and, um, and I'm so thankful that I, I launched my career. I wouldn't change a thing. Um, Calgary for me is a city of opportunity, despite what you hear sometimes these days, I still feel that like the spirit of this city, the friendliness, the optimism, the hard work ethic, it is a fantastic place in my view to work and to raise a family. And that was really what was so critical for us. We wanted to, uh, be where our family was and we wanted to be in a place where there were opportunities and it was in alignment with what we were all about so Calgary's home wouldn't change a thing loved my time in Vancouver but I've I love Calgary yeah so what advice would you have for students that are you know maybe coming out of the University of Calgary they decide they want to stay but how should they you know encourage and pursue their innovative ideas 
Okay. Um, well, innovative ideas, I always find that the best way to innovate is to think about what, where there's opportunities for improvement. So what I like to think about is what do people need and then try to come up with a way to provide that service. What's lacking? What could be improved upon? So if you take that mindset of, you know, how can I help somebody achieve their goal? Um, and, and also brainstorm with a diverse group of people to get different perspectives. I think that's an excellent way to innovate, to, to generate innovative ideas um, and to sort of think outside of the box as well. That's all really great advice. I know that we had a couple more questions along the line of advice that you could give to students, what they wanna hear. But one big topic right now has been mentorship. Um, mainly with not being able to host networking events or students get outreach in other ways that uh, they've started actively searching for mentors. And I've been so lucky to have you as a mentor through the Crew Network Mentorship Program. Um, I've also mentored with some other female brokers in the industry, and I'm lucky to have that mentorship and support mm -hmm. system of females to look up to in the industry. But yeah. I know that you kind of spearheaded females <laughs> in the industry. Like there wasn't, I don't know if there was any around when you started. Not many. No, there wasn't. It was, uh, and I, it's interesting. Like I, there wasn't even a lot of women. I know when I had my children, I, you know, there was no one really to talk to about how do you handle uh, maternity leave because on the brokerage side uh, it's 100% commission and so it's not a traditional model um, and no one else had really gone through I didn't have anyone to really go to so we I kind of had to navigate uh, the waters on my own sometimes for sure but I'm lucky I do have a lot of fantastic connections in the industry. And while they may not be on the brokerage side, um, they are professionals in, in different you know, aspects of commercial real estate, whether that's law or it's uh, architecture or um, you know, property management. I have fantastic connections and friends that I've made over the years that are on a similar journey uh, with that I am, the same, same sort of journey that I'm on. And so I really draw upon their expertise and their thoughts. It's been really important for sure. So from them, what's the biggest and best piece of advice that you've received from these other people you look up to in the industry? Um, well, right now, uh, my, my uh, colleagues, my friends, uh, you know, are saying, you know, be balanced, Lori, be balanced, because it's, uh, it's tough right now when you're starting a new business. Sometimes it, it's hard to uh, it's, it's really hard to do it all. I got to tell you, like we've got, I've got young, I've, I don't have, I guess they're not young anymore, but, uh, I've got a 14 and a almost 12 year old at home. Um, and I've just was wrapping up school and quite involved in crew. So trying to do a lot. And so, uh, my close industry friends are, are very much after me to, you know, take time for myself, um, and take care of myself as well, because, you know, sometimes you can get so focused on the work, uh, that you, and I love the work, uh, which is partly why <laughs> they're saying you got to take, take some time for you too. So right now that's the advice I'm getting, uh, at my, the course in my life, like where I'm at in my career, uh, is just, Hey, you know, get, get some balance, uh, take some time for yourself. Um, but that advice has changed over the course of my 
my career. That wouldn't have been the advice that I would have had, you know, first, you know, when I was first in the industry, it was, that would have been different, right? So where, where I'm at right now um, in my career, it's very much about trying to focus on balance. Um, but, you know, earlier in my career, it would have been a different focus. It's really interesting you bring that up because myself, and I know quite a few people, you know, even at our age, being students have a difficulty still enjoying life, you know, mm-hmm. we're, young, we're, we're students, but we're so focused on school and a, and a job. And what, for you, I guess, how do you find that balance where you feel, you know, I'm not sacrificing my career mm-hmm. path and my goals, but I'm relaxed and settled and can enjoy something in my personal life. Right. It, you know what? It's a, I wish I could tell you I had the answer, <laughs> the magical formula. Um, this is, uh, this is something I think that plagues a lot of people. So you're, I guess you're not alone uh, in school. You know, I know you're, you have a lot on your plate and, you know, there's a lot to balance and it, it can be hard for, it's hard. It doesn't necessarily get any easier as you, you know, start to raise a family, you'll, you'll find that that pulls you in a million directions as well too. So, you know, the one, the big takeaway and the the thing that has benefited me the most, quite honestly, is having supportive, a supportive husband and having a supportive family um, and friends. And so my husband has been instrumental in my success because in the brokerage world, I was especially early on expected to work long hours, um, high stress, didn't always have the, you know, the ability to turn off. Um, And so I had somebody at home that was able to take care of the kid. I didn't have to worry about the kids. My husband kind of had my back on, on that. So that has, was instrumental for me in creating balance was having those people that are so fantastic in my life um, that allow me to focus when I need to, but also tell me, Hey, you gotta like, you had to chill out a little bit here too, right? So having those good people that say, you know what, Lori, I think you need to maybe take a weekend off <laughs> and uh, listen to them. Uh, I think that would be the, the the takeaway. So I would suggest in your own lives, look and see who you have in your inner circle. Are they supportive? Um, do they help you? You know, it's, it's really important. You're, I was just chatting with my son about this. You know, you have to surround yourself with good people, like-minded people, people that want the best for you. And, and so I think that's really made all the difference for me. I think we are incredibly lucky in that way that um, RISA and the Real Estate Student Association kind of provides that support system for us. I think, especially back in your time, like kind of mm-hmm. spearheading parts of the industry, we don't have to do that on our own. Like it's a great, right. even just on the board, it's um, like eight of us and we're all so close and tight knit. And then the greater community of all the students that are looking to pursue a career in the same industry, we're all have each other's backs, um, mm-hmm. I think is pretty incredible for our stage of life. We're not necessarily competing with each other for jobs. We're mm-hmm. handing out a welcoming hand and hoping yeah. that we all end up with getting jobs at the end of the day and um, all end up working together in our careers in the long run. So that's awesome. Yeah. It's great to have that support. And I'm so happy to hear that you have, you know, you have that at uh, UFC for sure. It's kind of a uh, 
smaller like group within a bigger university because UFC right. can be hard to like meet people, get yourself out there, but this provides like a little community, which has been great for, I know we, Gracie can touch on that too. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, um, I have to give credit where credit is due. Emma has been instrumental in my life too. I um, had a family friend that works at JLL with Emma Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. she told me, you know, you got to meet Emma. She's at UFC. She's just a year older than you. She's pursuing real estate. I work with her at JLL. She's on the board of the Real Estate Student Association. And I'm sitting there with my jaw on the floor because Mm -hmm. here I am going to U of C, had never even heard about the Real Estate Student Association Mm -hmm. and was so intrigued and so like a weirdo, I text Emma out of nowhere. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I go, hey, I would love to meet with you and just, just talk about, you know, your the real estate program and the student association and Emma met with me willingly and, you know, gave me very true and honest insights. And she helped me get my job that I have right now working with Jason Hardy at Chatterson Drive. And she onboarded me onto the real estate student association and took me under her wing as the director of events. And so I, yeah, it's a bit of an emotional topic, but I'm very grateful for yeah. the for the family that I have at U of C for sure. Def- definitely, it makes all a difference. I'm sure. Yeah, and, and women supporting women too. It's yeah. a very beautiful thing that you know you don't see everywhere growing up mm-hmm. as a teenage girl, right? So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really awesome. And I've seen that with my mentors too, in the industry, just lovely women. Yeah, I agree. And I have that as well. Like, it's just, um, you know, we have each other's back and we're there to support one another. And it's been, I honestly, I I joined crew and that's how I met Emma. Um, But I joined crew about 10 years ago and I was just, I'm a past president, I'm on the board now, but um, have been quite involved and, and I've made so many connections. And really that quite honestly has helped to propel me. That got me to where I am today in terms of launching Scout. I don't think I would have done it um, had I not had that support network in place. And so it's really instrumental to have, you know, that can make the connections um, surround yourself with like-minded people that are going in the direction that you want to go. It's, it's so, so critical. Yeah, I know. I've uh, found that too, just the support network of crew. So not even just um, for people who don't know, it's commercial real estate women. It's a network of females in the industry, but uh, going beyond that too, like ULI, NAOP, there's all these smaller organizations that provide so much support in the industry. So I highly recommend to any students, a lot of these programs have student mentorship programs or um, student membership available. So you can start going to events and meeting people that way. Um, To wrap all of this up, you've given so much great (laughs) advice so far. Um, I know that students will get a lot out of listening to this, but if you had to sum up everything into one piece of advice that you'd give a student who is just starting to look into pursuing a career in real estate, what would you say to them? 
One piece of advice. This is a really tough question, Emma. I have to say, I have to say, I'm like one piece. That's it. Um, you know, I, my biggest piece of advice for people starting out is to again, sort of echo what I said earlier in that I think it's so critical to be yourself and be true to what's, what you're passionate about and what you, what you're all about. Cause I know sometimes in, in the commercial real estate industry, there can be some pressure to conform, um, to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to, you know, have a certain approach and I personally think the industry as a whole benefits so much from uh, diverse thought and perspective. And I think that when you stay true to yourself and you do your best work, um, wonderful things will happen. So I, I, that I guess would be my, my takeaway and, and, you know, do what you, what, what you're passionate about. I'm passionate about leasing. I'm a bit of a real estate nerd. Um, I'm passionate about leasing, but I'm passionate about leasing because I like to help people. And so that is what drives me as a person. That's, that's critical for me. This is what I'm all about is helping people. And so leasing allows me to help people. And that's, I have, I have basically aligned my work with what, what is important for me as a person. And I think when you do that, you, you know, people know that <laughs> people can see that and, um, you live a much more harmonious life because I'm, you know, when I'm working, I'm doing what I'm passionate about and I'm doing what is important to me and, um, it doesn't feel like work. And so that would be, I suppose it's, I didn't really give you one, one piece. I gave you one in a, in a bunch. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Okay, we forgive you. We can, you can forgive me, but yeah. um, it's very, that's sort of the general, the general theme. I think that I would, uh, I would say in terms of providing advice for people starting out. Well, that is great. Thank you so much, Lori, for joining us. It has been great talking to you. Um, so glad that Gracie and I got the chance to sit down with you and ask you all these questions. Thank you. I'm so honored that you asked me to, uh, to join your podcast and congratulations on launching this. This is so exciting and I wish you both, uh, all the best, uh, with the podcast and with your studies. I think it's, uh, it's so fantastic to have bright and talented people coming into the industry. It's, it's exciting. Thanks so much, Lori. Awesome. Okay. Thanks guys. Take care. Bye everybody. Bye everyone.